Welcome to the REI Mastermind Network, where host Jack Haas gathers amazing stories from leaders in real estate investing. In each episode, our guests will tell you what they're doing that works, what they've tried that failed, and best of all, you'll learn actionable steps to take your real estate investing to the next level. Now, here's Jack with another value-packed episode. We have TJ Lockbodge on the call with us with Foldfolio. He's one of the managing partners there. And this is kind of a unique platform we're going to be chatting about today. And it, it's it's going to lead into syndication. But I really appreciate your time, TJ. Thanks for being here. Uh, if you would like more information about and follow along, head over to holdfolio.com. I'll make sure to have that link in the show notes. But TJ, is there any other place that uh, somebody might reach out if uh, they'd like to after the show? Absolutely. First of all, thanks, Jack, for having me on. And anyone can reach out uh, through my email, tj at holdfolio.com or find me on my social uh, media links uh, uh, on LinkedIn or uh, Instagram. So, yeah, no, I appreciate uh, you being on the show. And, uh, you know, we you mentioned before we hit record that Holdfolio is kind of a a kind of a newer concept for you. Uh, why don't we start there? Like, how did this come about? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you're right. So Holdfolio, uh, our firm has been around since 2014 and kind of just to start with the genesis, you know, we started syndicating um, uh, at first single family portfolios um, and it, it got to a point where, um, you know, we, we ran out of our own capital and, and we're looking to, uh, you know, syndicate. So we, we started with our own capital and then we eventually started syndicating. Um, and uh, this was uh, actually a great inflection point for us because at the time, uh, the Jobs Act, uh, you know, was was uh, a newly uh, legislation that came out and uh, it enabled, you know, investors to uh, uh, retail investors to invest in private deals online, uh, both accredited and, and more importantly, non-accredited investors. So uh, then we uh, started Holdfolio and, and, and uh, uh, started uh, invest or raising capital online. And so you, this was a huge opportunity, not only for the market, for, but for us to raise capital for our own deals. In 2016, uh, we eventually started focusing on acquiring multifamily um, projects. And so we were able to, because we were one of the early, you know, early starters of raising capital along uh, online alongside, you know, the likes of uh, Realty Mogul and Fundrise and uh, even Kickstarter, you know, Kickstarter became a, a huge hype in the, in the, uh, in the, in the business uh, side of things. But uh, we acquired a number of investors just, just kind of getting early on. This was a new concept and acquired thousands of, of investors uh, and this uh, attributed to our success in raising capital online, um, because you know folks were now able to to look at strong uh, real estate deals that we were um, acquiring and, and participating uh, in those projects through our syndications online. So uh, that's how Wholefolio got started. We started in the single family space, eventually moved into multifamily, and uh, in 2019, at the end of 2018, start of 2019. Uh, my partner and I, we, we, we were really looking for opportunities to increase our uh, deal flow and uh, finding the very best deals. Um, and, uh, you know, things have gotten extremely competitive, uh, especially today. 
So we, we recently pivot, pivoted our business model in um, we're still self-managing our own multifamily deals in our local markets. However, outside of these local markets, we're, we're developing strategic partnerships with some of the strongest institutional level uh, investment firms in, in the nation and developing these par- strategic partnerships. So we're able to invest our capital uh, uh, with their deals as well. So um, we decided to bring our network of investors along with us uh, in this funds of fund fund of funds model. Essentially, we're putting our funds into other people's deals or funds, and uh, and uh, this is kind of how we're operating. Um, you know, the majority of our portfolio today, and it's been an incredible um, transition for us and our investors because. We are able to create these exclusive partnerships with some of the the top operators in the nation, you know. And historically, a lot of our investors wouldn't have the uh, ability to invest in these uh, with these operators. And so, uh, with leveraging the power of the crowd, uh, we're ab- we're able to um, establish a a strategic partnership as a another source of capital for these. Uh, partners and and it creating a win 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 situation through this model. So that's what we do at Holdfolio. Uh, our goal is to really democratize private, strong institutional level deals to retail investors, both accredited and non accredited. So uh, that's how we operate today and how we're adding value to uh, to to folks. Sure. So just to clarify, then are are you as a syndicator then investing in other syndications? That's right. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Syndications and funds as well. So, uh, you know, we've done quite a number of these since we started. Uh, year to date, we've acquired or invested in uh, seven of these partnership deals. Uh, and uh, interestingly enough, all of these deals have all come through off market opportunities. And this is the power of leveraging, uh, you know, some of these strategic partners who've had. Who've, first of all, we have a pretty strict criteria on who we partner with. We work with folks that have a long track record, a uh, strong track record, long history of uh, operating as a firm. And so some of these folks have relationships with, uh, you know, brokers and boots on ground for up to 20 to 40 plus years. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, we're, we're partnering with these folks and giving access to their deals, not only to us, but our investors. And so, uh, to answer your question, yep, that's that's exactly the model. And uh, as I mentioned, year to date, seven acquisitions this year with these partners, and uh, that spanned across different market markets. And and uh, we've actually opened up uh, different asset classes uh, as well, such as um, senior uh, fifty-five plus community, senior community, or uh, active uh, living communities, uh, hotels, as well as new development. Um, historically, we've really just focused on uh, existing multifamily acquisitions, but um, we've we've seen a lot of really interesting, um, unique opportunities that provided really strong risk-adjusted returns for us and our investors. And so, uh, this been, this has been a really great um, you know pivot for us. And 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 so, yeah, I hope that answers your question, Jack. That was kind of a long way uh, of, of yeah. answering. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it, it's interesting, uh, especially this model. So you mentioned that it takes, you have quite a bit of a pretty detailed vetting process. Can you cover a little bit of like, what do you, 
go through in order to decide what syndications that your team is going to invest in? Yeah, so uh, uh, there's quite a bit of research that's done on our end um, before we engage with the potential partner. Uh, some of the high-level, um, you know, performance indicators or or validation indicators that we look for is, you know, ten plus years at the very least of uh, operation, um, and uh, we 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 try to align on the the track record as well um, as far as the return profile. So. Uh, eight to ten percent cash on cash is our target personally, as, as well as our um, what we offer or you know um, try to target for our investors. And then on the IRR side, it's fifteen uh, percent uh, plus. And so uh, these are aggressive goals, especially or targets, especially in this uh, market. But we've been able to successfully accomplish that um, since two thousand fourteen. We've had a really strong track record, um, uh, year over year annual. Um, you know, or an annual uh, average annual return that's pretty strong as well to our investors. And so, um, and then once we uh, once we identify a partner, we like to engage with them, um, also connect with them personally, develop a relationship, have a series of conversations. And then uh, the most important part is for us to actually um, underwrite and and see how uh, their deals pencil out when they when they have a live offering. We have an underwriting staff that looks at these deals, make sure they're conservative. Uh, we're not paying too much as a whole, um, and uh, yeah, making sure that these uh, these business plans are solid as well. So um, that's that's generally how we engage in a partnership. Once we do make our first investment, we're able to do so very quickly um, by by having the capacity of raising uh, quite a quite a quite a large sum of cash capital between us and our investors and um you know we typically like to do multiple investments with partners that we've done uh, business with already so a majority of our deals are uh repeat um partnerships with these uh with these um strategic partners so sure so when you're going into these uh joint syndications then uh how how much of the holdings is your company? Like how big of a piece do you typically try to secure? Is that even something do you consider? Yeah. Um, you know, we, we are uh, at this point really operating as a large G, uh, LP structure. So coming in um, as a single entity along with our uh, investors going in and making these investments so very low maintenance um, on that side, which is something that's quite attractive to these uh, sponsors. We place our own capital in every single deal, uh, which is uh, creates that you know strong alignment with our investors as well. And uh, there's not really a target as far as you know what we look to um, acquire in, in the cap table, um, but uh, we ensure that these sponsors have a you know a. Str- you know, pretty decent amount of capital that they invest in as well, so that the alignment's there. And uh, so, uh, yeah, to answer your question, there's not really a, um, you know, a GP position as well in, in most of these cases. There there are times where we would consider it and have done it before. But, um, but yeah, we, we, you know, our goal is to find the very best deals that we could, um, you know, have exposure to in our portfolio as well as our investors. And so the the model that we're operating at right now, it, it doesn't require a certain, uh, you know, 
equity stake in the overall uh, cap table. Sure. Well, just remind everybody, head over to holdfolio.com for some more information. I think there's quite a few resources there to tap into as well. So definitely worth checking out. So, you know, with this, you know, I'm curious as to how, you know, you, you mentioned the progress progression associated with the business that you started off with single family homes and when moved in multifamily and now syndications. Um, how did you personally get into real estate? Yeah, absolutely. So I uh, got into real estate, um, you know, while I was in my, uh, my, my career. Um, uh, I, I originally started in tech doing sales and marketing Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, while I was, uh, doing that, uh, on my, on the day, day job side, I was acquiring, uh, uh, real estate on the side. My first deal was actually a small multifamily. So I started in the multifamily space, but, and, you know, a, a lot lower scale, it was a four unit here in, uh, Utah. And, uh, I house hacked that, um, you know, that's how I got started. I, I house, house, house hacked that four unit about, you know, it was a few years back, but um, after a year of house hacking, I, I then moved on to the next. And uh, the second deal that I did um, as an investment was a 30 unit um, uh, project out of New Mexico. And that was one that I syndicated uh, with a partner. So we were able to acquire that. And uh, after that, we you know just started. Um, then, then, then I eventually got into Holdfolio as a partner. So uh, there's there's kind of a backstory behind that, but my partner Jacob Blackett, who's uh, who founded Holdfolio, we also own a software company called Syndication Pro, and so Syndication Pro is the fastest growing um, capital manage or investor management software today. We serve over 600 uh, firms that are syndicators, fund managers, um, private equity. Uh, we're serving those firms as well, and. Uh, interestingly enough, we all use the same software, Holdfolio, and these other firms. We subscribe to Syndication Pro. And so um, that's kind of how I got started. Started in the small multifamily space, and then we started doing um, single family with Holdfolio. And then eventually, uh, you know, we, we just uh, felt like it made a lot more sense scale, scalability wise to, to do multifamily in our local markets. And then eventually we, uh, uh, pivoted to the fund of funds model. Sure. So, you know, you mentioned that a lot of the syndications that you're investing in are, 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 they're kind of diversified. You're even going into senior living. What are some of the other things that uh, these syndications that you've been open to? Yeah, right now we're very interested in the store self storage as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, from a cash flow and, and kind of uh uh, a product that serves, you know, more longer term holds. That's something that we're very intrigued about right now as well. And uh, recently we took a survey with our investors. We have, you know, uh, over 4,000 investors in our database who a lot of which have been active since 2014. Um, you know, we, we did a recent survey and storage units is something that uh, everyone's very uh, interested in. So, so are we, so mm-hmm. uh, we we're, we're, currently trying to engage with partners in the storage unit space um, who uh, have been in it for a long time and folks that we feel are uh, reputable and ones that we uh, could potentially partner with. So that's definitely on the list. 
Um, I would say, uh, aside from that, um, uh, you know, there, there are some other assets that interest us as well, um, such as uh, build to re uh, rent development communities as well. Uh, these are things that, as you know, a lot of private equity firms are, are looking at and acquiring uh, these, these types of projects. But uh, this is something that we're, we're just uh, getting into and, and kind of looking, looking at, kind of keeping, keeping our eye on, but not actively um, kind of investing in today. So uh, in the near future, I think storage units will be uh, something that we will start um, adding into our portfolio. Sure. So, you know, with this being a, a syndication that that's reviewing uh, the to invest in syndications, can you cover a few of the additional benefits there? I mean, uh, regarding like what what other benefits would an investor see in just uh, just that return? Yeah. So, with syndications, um, uh, with with Holdfolio, like I mentioned, kind of the biggest edge that we have is these strategic partners. And so historically, if you were to invest with a lot of uh, our partners, you're looking to cut, uh, you know, check sizes of half a million dollars and, and, and more. Whereas when we're uh, investing as a group and when you're investing through Holdfolio, our minimum uh, investment is literally uh, $20,000. So it, it really opens up and uh, eliminates that, um, you know, barrier to entry for a lot of investors who want to gain exposure to multifamily. Uh, another thing is uh, with uh, syndications, um, you know, you're, you have more flexibility on the, you know, the investment. So uh, a lot of the deals that we do are private, private deals, private placement deals. So for our investors, they're able to um, look at our financials, look at kind of our, um, offer memorandums and and all the documents they need for their due diligence to make a decision. And they don't need to necessarily tie up their money into a fund where uh, with the syndications, you're able to um, have more flexibility on what you're investing in. And so that's another huge benefit. And then another huge part is it's completely passive uh, and you're not uh, liable to a lot of the, uh, the debt, the risk that comes with the debt as well. So for me, if you're a working individual that's making really good income and you're looking to increase cash flow and um, you know gain exposure to real estate, syndications is one of the best ways that you could do that. Uh, for us, you get uh, get to do it at a low minimum, um, and also um, it's completely passive. So um, our returns have been really strong uh, uh, annually uh, since 2014. And so um, I would recommend anyone going, checking out our website and learning more. They could schedule a call with me or investor relations uh, manager, and we'd love to uh, see how we could add value. Sure. Well, uh, let's cover a few of the risks. What are some of the down going to be uh, put you on the spot and make you go a little transparent there? What are some of the risks or some of the uh, uh, things that a traditional investor might enjoy? that you might not receive in a syndication? I would say um, the the biggest, I wouldn't say this is a risk, but it, it could be um, depending on opportunity cost uh, would be, uh, you know, real estate in general is, is an illiquid uh, investment. So 
when you're investing in syndications, you know, your capital is tied up um, until there is a liquidation event, uh, whether it's a sale or uh, refinance. And so for those who are looking to place capital into a fund or a syndication, just be aware that this is something that is illiquid um, as opposed to, you know, uh, having cash in the bank or, or uh, investing in, in the market, right. Where you can just sell it and, 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 and you're out and you get your money back. This is not, uh, this is not something that they could do with syndications uh, and as well as the control um, aspect, you know, you're, you're generally coming in as a limited partner and so you don't have really uh, any voting rights or say as to how the operations is being managed. This is uh, another thing to be aware of, uh, you know, depending on whether there's an individual that really, really loves control um, or, or wants and desires control in their investments. Uh, this is not something that is uh, possible within, uh, you know, a syndication. So, um, yeah, and so that I would say that that's kind of uh, another risk. An- another big risk as well, I would say the when you're investing in a syndication or a fund, the the number one risk is who you're doing business with, in my opinion. So really vetting out, uh, you know, who these people are, uh, what their track record is you know, what their experience, um, you know, how they are penciling out their deals, if they're conservative in their underwriting. These are all uh, questions that you want to um, ask yourself and uh, ensure that, uh, you know, they're, that they're they're not novices to the business. And so um, that, that right there, I believe, is probably the most important part when you're trying to mitigate your risk. And this is why we go through such an extensive process of vetting out the partners that we do business with as well. Sure. Well, um, my we're we're getting close to the end here, but uh, bef- but before we do, before we wrap things up, I, I have a couple more questions for you. One of them is is that if somebody is interested in a syndication, are there a list of questions that you think they should probably ask to do their own vetting? Yeah, I would say um, definitely the. The track record piece is really important. It's it's extremely important. Um, understanding how to uh, look at the numbers is also important. As a as a limited partner, you want to make sure that you're verifying uh, the financials, making sure things are uh, conservative as well. Um, and then uh, you know if they have references, you know if if there's folks that they could you know uh, hand you off uh, to to talk. To um, a lot of the times, you know, it, yeah, that that's that's something that's not too much to ask for, um, but it, it goes a long way, especially if you're going to be deploying uh, a large amount of capital with with a, a syndication, um, you know, a sponsor. Um, another uh, important piece is, you know, how much capital is being invested by the sponsors. Well, you want that alignment piece um, uh, baked in there, so. That those are three that really come to mind that are extremely important and that uh, we look at ourselves. So, uh, so yeah, yeah. No, I, I I think that one that last one of there is is of particular interest because more times than not, I've found you know it's it's almost like dealing with property managers. Your your interests sometimes aren't aligned, and and it's best to establish that in that relationship right up front. 
Absolutely. You're, you're, you, you hit the nail on the head there, Jack. You're absolutely right. So, well, just uh, one more time to remind everybody, holdfolio.com to reach out to TJ and his team uh, and uh, see what they're up to and, and how they could possibly help you uh, invest in syndications. But before I let you go, TJ, uh, is there a question you wished I would have asked you here today? Hmm. That's a great question. Nothing really comes to mind, Jack. Um, you know, yeah, nothing really comes to mind. You've done a great job, man. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that you've given us the time and some insight here. Uh, this is this is a new model. This is is particularly interesting. Uh, you really have found a way to lower that bar for for some of those investors who who might have been. Uh, you know, excluded in, in traditional syndications. So this is really a neat uh, project to see. Yeah, we're very excited about it um, and uh, looking forward to adding value to our investors and, and to new folks who, who uh, you know, reach out. So I appreciate you having me on. Um, hopefully we could add value to your viewers who are interested in learning more about how we operate and how we add value. So thank you again, Jack. This has been wonderful. Yeah, you bet. And I hope you'll come back sometime. Maybe we can uh, talk a little bit more about your software platform. Uh, that's always of interest as well. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, this is a day and age where, especially with you know new syndicators um, or, or even uh, investors, we're, we're really trying to uh, make it so this is something that is so accessible to everyone so that we're providing the very best experience to uh, investors uh, as well as, uh, you know, automating a lot of the workflows for sponsors. Uh, in the past, uh, acquiring software was just, you know, you're sacrificing an arm and a leg and we've really uh, lowered that barrier of entry. So I guess the theme for uh, us, for Jacob and us, uh, for Jacob and I is, where are all the opportunities that we can cut costs and move our industry forward? <laughs> mm. So, no, that's understandable. It's uh, as you were mentioning earlier, the uh, margins are getting thinner and thinner, and you got to make them up somewhere. Yep, that's exactly right. So, well, again, TJ, this was a great conversation. I hope you'll come back again sometime, and uh, thanks for your time. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it, Jack. Have you learned at least one actionable step to incorporate into your real estate investing? If so, please consider returning some of that value by leaving a positive review, subscribing to our YouTube channel, or joining our growing network on Facebook and Twitter. You can find links to all of our social media accounts in the show notes. See you next time.